give me a kiss to build a dream on in my imagination we thrive upon that kiss I ask no more than this a kiss to build a dream on give me a kiss before you leave me in my imagination will feed my hungry heart but one thing before we part a kiss to build a dream on hello army of gods <laughs> <laughs> My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Welcome we are to the uh, Hot Mess Comedy Hour. <laughs> our guest today is Louis Armstrong. I wish. See, I can't do it. Come to my house in Corona. <laughs> I've uh, I've never brought my Louis Armstrong impression no, to the show. No, that was so fucking good. <laughs> Thank you, I, guys. This is like top notch impressionism. I think that you should be an impressionist now, but that's the only impression. <laughs> they just do blackface and play the trumpet on the streets. You know what, Andrea? How long before I'm canceled? If my Dave Matthews impression mm-hmm. it has been appreciated, which it has, yeah. you're going to get so much appreciation for that one. I just want you to be prepared. Thank you so much. I want you to be emotionally prepared for the DMs that Thank are going to come your, your way. Thank you for your messages. <laughs> Andrea and I had a serious spiritual connection with yeah. Louis Armstrong this past week. Um, we'll get into that later, but just know that uh, he's ever present. And and he's the purest soul that this planet has ever seen. He really is. I I yeah, I really feel a deep, deep connect. And um it's funny because I, the reason I can do the Louis Armstrong impression is because my voice is so low. I, I've yes. never been able to showcase that. Well, you were a baritone in the yeah. high school choir. <laughs> singing with the men. <laughs> reason 10,000 why no one wanted to hit it in high school. You're like Will Ferrell in Elf. <laughs> you brought them down a whole octave. <laughs> and I'm single, everybody. <laughs> Slide into my DM. Just a rugby playing, baritone voiced gal gotta be gay um speaking of a true connection i feel a true connection to the hot mess listeners aka the army of cunts oh my god always you guys have been writing some really charming reviews yeah and we haven't been able to read them because we've been on vacation on holidays on holiday how was your how was your holidays i honestly it was great yeah because i don't have to travel during the holidays yeah so i just get to soak up the quiet New York winter energy. That's what everyone who stays here says. And I'm like kind of low key jealous. I mean, I go to like a, a winter wonderland and it looks like Narnia. Yeah. It's I incredible. always say that, but it's it, always true. Uh, listen, my mom's got a really nice house. I'm going to be honest here. It's fucking nice. It's like overlooking miles and miles of woods. Yeah. It's just crazy. And she's got a fucking hot cat. That Hops. cat is sexy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, that. If cat. you want to see some serious cat thirst traps, Andrea Comedy sixty nine on Instagram. Almost a block of Instagram photos were just me and that cat. I'm not gonna lie, I was sharing the cat photos. Oh, to no end. I showed all the kids I babysit the cat photos. How could you not? 
It has golden eyes. The eyes. I'm sorry, he does. I, I was, how rude of me. Don't you dare. I, he has golden, like, amber yeah. flakes. It's flex. crazy. Specs? Flex? It flex? shines. It, they shine. Yeah. Like the top of the Chrysler building. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read this review. Yes. It's, it's a really nice review. If you wrote a particularly nice review, you know if you did. Yeah, like, stop I, calling me a bitch on the reviews. I can't <laughs> take it anymore, okay? No one called you a bitch. They just said that you- I know I'm self I know I'm self-centered. <laughs> okay? I already know. Newsflash. I already know. Thank well, you. Well, you know, it. <clears throat> I'm going to say this. <laughs> yes, It's please. always either Andrea talks too much yeah. or it's- Andrea is a comedic treasure. <laughs> Do you know that I'm a person too? I know, right? I, I honestly, and I, I like part of it doesn't. True. You don't get any hate. Part, I don't get any love either, though. Yeah, you the, do. This though. is part. This is like part of me doesn't want to be the be vulnerable right now because I feel like then I'm gonna get a ton of DMs like you're a queen. Yeah, don't fucking say anything bad about yourself. You're but the, honestly, you're the air that I breathe. <laughs> I am a person too. Yeah. I don't need your constant compliments. You're a selfish bitch too. I'm a selfish bitch too. I'm a narcissist just like <laughs> my other co-host. I don't know why I said other like I have another besides you. <laughs> this is our first show back. Uh-huh. You can't blame me for Emily's not being a, a self-centered man. white woman too. And I'm also like, I'm great. I know. I'm a very funny person. Yes, you are. So when you say, you know, oh, Andrea Allen's podcast is fucking fantastic. Do you know that there's another half? I know. It's so rude. It's so rude. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this person didn't say that. Don't take reviews in any to way. Heart. Seriously. No, I know. Yeah. And but you also, shouldn't either. Well, <laughs> I, I'm unstable. So Okay. This review comes from Sugary, not to be confused with Sugar Ray. Ugh. When it's over. That's the time I fall in love again. One of Louis Armstrong's biggest hits. <laughs> okay, this review, uh, the title is Truly the Best. Oh, nice. Truly love that. Truly the Best. Yeah. It's five stars, of course. Thank you. And it says, Andrea and Emily are brilliantly witty, insightful, and relatable. Thank you. Both of us. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> They're open-minded and charming I love this banter. 2020 Emily fights back energy. <laughs> I know. It's my favorite. Th- this is what I'm trying to bring into the new yeah. year. No, good. I love I'm it. I'm making you my bitches. <laughs> good. Um, their open-minded and charming banter is so refreshing. This is not my opinion. These are straight up facts. Cod facts. Nice. Love the ref. Listening to this show has helped me through some dark days. Thank you guys for doing what you do. P.S. Support them on Patreon. The bonus shows are absolutely worth it. Absolutely. You could not be more correct. I listen to the bonus shows sometimes when I'm lonely. And that's the saddest thing I've ever admitted on this show. I've listened to that before. Well, I listened to that. I, I don't know if it's when I'm lonely. It's more like when I... We record them and sometimes I just say shit because I they're behind a paywall, so I just don't think about it. So I forget like whose well, reputation did I almost yeah, ruin? It's just like I forget if they're good or not. So sometimes I'll listen to them to, yeah. to 
try to hear them through a third party's sure. perspective. Like, what are people actually getting when they sign up for Patreon? Exactly. I care about your experience. Yeah, okay. I know you do. So sometimes I'll listen back and I always laugh. Yeah, me it's too. It's always great. Well, especially season of the bitch recently because of all the tea we've been spilling. Yeah. I listened back to be like, was I fair in the amount of information? Season of the I bitch for you guys who don't know because you're fucking idiots or you don't idiot. or you don't listen to the show regularly, which is like, why? Mm-hmm. Season of the bitch is the bonus show where we talk about past hot mess guests who we have banged. Yeah. And the last one was John F. O'Donnell, who was oh, a recent guest. And I like forgot how much history him and I have, how many adventures we've been on. Like, you're What bas- an elf he is. Yes. Like you're basically like, how did all this happen? And I'm like, oh my God, this has been like five years. It's a saga. Yeah. It's so, a trilogy. It's really like, it's some good shit. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. If you're lonely, listen to our bonus show. Because I'm lonely and I listen to our bonus show. It's like I'm hanging out with you, but yes. you're not here. Yes. Well, I, that's what it feels like to listen to podcasts yeah man you're hanging out with us someone but posted, you don't get to say anything which is what i prefer someone posted a picture in our super secret patreon group which is one of the uh bonuses rewards, rewards of being on patreon it was like this is what listening to podcasts is like and it's it's like a person sitting next to a billboard and yes. everyone on the billboard is like <laughs> laughing and hanging out and they're pretending to be part I of it. I love that meme. I think it was Vince. It's um, so true. It is so true. I listen I'm a podcast fan too and yeah. I yeah. It's totally the experience. It's totally the experience. And speaking of the army of cunts, someone sent me the most so people have been reaching out. It's so funny. I posted um I posted a tweet on Instagram about like fuck boys because mm-hmm. I've just been like thinking about what it's going to be like to date again. Yeah. Well, when you have a breakup of any kind, then naturally you're going to think about your past relations. Yeah. And like, I, I just, I also have been thinking about like how I, I went out on New Year's Eve with someone who is a, is a friend and they were being really shitty to me and I like left and I had all this like flashbacks of all the New Year's of like my dad not showing up or like boyfriends forgetting. And I was like, oh my God, I have just like dated such trash fires and put up with s- such garbage from people. Like a lot of the grief of this breakup, obviously beyond like not having Dustin in my life in the capacity that he regularly is, is that I have to like go out and talk to other men. I have to like... I, I, have to, I feel for you, man. I have, to da- I have to like go on. I mean, I'm not going on apps anytime soon, but no, like, but nor I'm like, should you. Oh my God. You'll be shell shocked. This such trash fire. I mean, people are trash fires in general. This is not specific. I mean, it is specific to men, but like, I, I was like, It's also not. A lot of people will say, you know, dating in New York is so hard. Like, oh my God, dating in New York. But then. I realize that everybody who lives in any place yeah. will say that dating is hard in that place. Dating is just it's horrible. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's just nobody likes it. Stop thinking that you, <laughs> your city is more difficult than other cities. It's not. Uh, dating sucks for everybody because no matter where you are, you're essentially pulling from a grab bag. It's a white elephant of horrible of people. Psychopaths. Most people are not fun. Yeah, I most know. people are not gonna vibe with you like it's either i'm like okay so there's one of two scenarios there's like you go out with someone and they're crazy 
but it's fun, which is like the more appealing of the For two. For sure. Oh my like, God, so much better than a boring conversation. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can go out with someone who's crazy and be like, oh, no, that's not for me. But at least I have like a fun story and I'm amused during it. Mm -hmm. But like the idea of like being at a coffee shop with a guy who's like, I just like to tend my bonsai tree. I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to fucking kill myself. Uh, Yeah. But also, if you have a bonsai tree, can you invite me over? I'm I'm sending out um, requests for anyone with a bonsai tree. And that's that's also the energy that I'm trying to bring into 2020. That of a bonsai tree. Bonsai energy. Big bonsai energy. I bet you Dustin would have a bonsai tree. I fucking love bonsais. I, know, I had I know. them when I was little. I, I thought I was the shit. <laughs> anyways so it's the breakup feels have been fine. It's just it, mostly just disorienting and like strange to to not have that support system but that's a whole that's a part of the whole thing you know uh but there's been hot mess fans someone i posted about shitty guys on my instagram that's where i was starting this from and someone posted like no i haven't listened yet so it's not real like they think i'm talking about dustin and i had to i can see why somebody would be confused right so i had to write in the comments like this is not about my ex-boyfriend my recent ex-boyfriend he is a literal angel yeah um but I got a really nice message um, from one of our Army of Cunts members, a gentleman of, you know, which is very refreshing. It's always nice to hear from a, a, a sensitive boy. Yeah, a sensitive a sensitive boy man, from the Army. A boy man. A soft man. Um, hi, Andrea. I was moved to write you after your last episode, not just because of the pain you were experiencing from your breakup. I listened back to it. I was having a time. Um, it was... 12 hours after. I know. I know. And you guys were so, it was, it's a, I, I really love the episode. You and I Dave. I love Dave. I know. Dave is the best. What a good fucking guy. He's just, he's got such a calming voice too. Yeah. We should have him back when you're not crying. Yeah. He was almost perfect though. Yeah. As not crying. almost. He was yeah, perfect. Yeah, he was perfect. He handled it better than I was handling it. <laughs> <laughs> we can use Dave as our like emotional support dog. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he would love to be that he's being compared to an animal wearing a vest, but you're just a good guy, Dave. Okay, so he writes, Hi, Andrea. I was moved to write after your last episode, not just because of the pain you were experiencing from your breakup, but because of the fear you expressed about losing an important piece of your support network. So I wanted you to feel safe knowing you had literally thousands of people who are there for you. Thank you. I have been a devoted listener since episode one. Fuck yeah. And whenever the subject of comedy comes up, I always rush to mention my favorite comedians, Andrea Allen and Emily Lubin. Part of why I felt so connected to your work is the way you wear your heart on your sleeve. I am also an open book, big heart kind of person and even went through a similar late in life discovery of my own bisexuality this summer. Ooh, welcome that had me feeling the same quote oh wow so many things make sense now thoughts and weirdly almost the exact same time as you everyone's on the moon cycle of their bisexuality with me um i'm really sorry about the damn hard breakup i was a member of hashtag team dustin not only because of the tall skinny huge dick thing (laughs) although yum tongue face Ooh. That dick was great. Um, But because of the obvious way you cared for one another. Although you're amazing and I know you're going to find someone else who feels the way that way too, I won't lie and say he's going to be super easy to replace. Changing teams made me truly realize what a raging trash fire most men are. LOL. 
but I just wanted you to know that if things are ever got really bad or felt unsafe, all you have to do is get on that mic and a literal army would be there to have your back. I know that this is a one-way medium and so you don't know me or any of us from fucking Adam. It's a fun saying, but that's exactly why I wanted to reach out to gently remind you that although you can't hear us, we're here and we care. You, We got you, girl. So nice. <laughs> so nice. It, this was my the most touching support email I've gotten also, in a while. Also, he, he's right. It is a one-way medium, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to hear from you. I know. We want to hear from you guys. Like, that is so touching. That was so sweet. <laughs> when we just both start crying. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it was so, that was so touching and really nice. And it really did encapsulate the whole thing. Like, it was very thoughtful about, like, I get how you feel sort of like lonely and know that people have your back and you know everybody in the army of cunts has each other's back yeah which is what i like so much about this little world we've built he perfectly summarized how you feel yeah he really which did. is rare for a man i know especially in such a concise well yeah email good for you so in touch uh really in touch um there have been some okay and now this is now not- on uh, the other side of the coin <laughs> We love hearing from you guys. We do. We do. And and I've gotten lots of nice messages. There is this style of message that is, I don't know what about Very it, 2020. Rubs me a certain way because it's really nice in its intention, but it's like, girl, you are a fierce queen diva bitch and you're going to get out there and a man would be lucky for you to sit on his face. You're going to be crushed. And it's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, but do you know what I mean when I say it's very 2020? I feel like when a woman has a breakup or like has any, you uh, don't need any man yeah, like, to walk down. When a woman shows any vulnerability, everybody needs to come and be like, "Y'all's queen," <laughs> and and I, I love it. I, it's the you're right. The intention is nice, but to receive messages like that, because I've received messages like that, or even like, I uh, had people come up to me and say, um, you know, like. You're doing great. I like, just know you're doing great. It makes you feel it like... It feels like you're reading as like a, 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 a out of control person. Yeah, like do you think I'm on suicide watch right now? Yes. I, and I Stand wish... Stand up and get your pussy on the streets, bitch. <laughs> Like I'm okay. I'm okay. The streets are littered with dicks. Yeah, which they are. They are. And thank you. Yes. It, it makes me feel like... I come off seeming like very unstable versus just like a person who went through a thing and kind of was uh, okay with being honest about the hurt of it. I don't know. I don't, it, it makes you, it makes me almost not want to say things when they're bothering me. Cause I, I don't want that kind of attention really like that kind of attention feels a little, it's also corny. Like, that, I think yeah, that's, that's another reason why I don't like, like it. Like, this email's so, and I and I hate to be like, I would like to choose the types of support that I receive. Only well-written emails. Like, slide into my In DMs. In poem form. Slide into my DMs and th- send 50 pussy emojis and say, yes, queen. I love it. I'm not hating on it. It's just a- I didn't know that a pussy emoji existed. It's a, it's, 
<laughs> it's just a purely observational. You know what it is? It's it's the way that certain people show support is just interesting and and it's interesting the way that it hits you. It's out of touch. It's just very yeah, in, it's, it's very intense. It's very intense. Th- that's what it is. It's just like it's like somebody saying, "Hey, I'm thinking of you like you're going to get the, like even like you're going to get through this. Like that's a nice sentiment." Totally. But like you're a strong, powerful woman. You don't need a, a man. A warrior bitch queen. You're going to queef in everyone's face. He probably just couldn't handle fire. you. No. You could crack a man's skull in between your legs, you powerful bitch. Yeah. It's it's like infantilizing a little bit. I mm-hmm. think that's what it is. Is that it's like, I don't need you to tell me that I'm strong. Yeah. Like, I'm not. That That's weaker than what you're saying I am. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm not you're implying that I'm crying we, on the floor. Yeah. Which of course I could be crying on the floor and have cried on the floor many times in my life. And that's silly. Just get in a bed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> so, there's sometimes no time. you can't make it to a bed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to, it's just something I've noticed that when I get a message like that and then I'll be like, oh, thank you. And then it'll keep going and I'll be like, it's okay. I'm, it's okay. It's, it's like I'm comforting them yeah. for me. Yeah. And it's almost seems like that this is more about them than it is about me. Does that sound crazy? Yeah, no, I get it. Do you know what I mean? I completely get them it. Them wanting to show support is more about them wanting to be this ally person than them just like being like hey that's rough you're gonna be great though like don't worry about it you know Mm -hmm. that's it that's all yeah you know it's just it it makes you feel it makes people me feel like people are like don't worry you're not past it and I'm like that makes me feel like I'm definitely (laughs) past it you know what I mean yes like it's you're still relevant and it's like, I didn't need you to tell me I'm yeah, so like, relevant. That's weird. I didn't Am I? even mention that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, you dried up bitch. You're not dumb. Well, I didn't like say that. I thought I was dumb. <laughs> it's it's just an interesting phenomenon. Nobody made you look like a fool. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, this wasn't your only shot. <laughs> okay. Somebody else will love you eventually. I mean, not in the way that he did. <laughs> Because he listened to you cry constantly, you emotionally unstable bitch. But like, in some capacity. Someone will. Because you're a powerful bitch. <laughs> you're going to wrap your labia around someone's face. Yeah. I, but I, but that, I, that being said, thank you for the messages. Thank you. <laughs> Truly thank you. I don't, it seems like I'm shitting on them, which I slightly am, but only for comedic effect. I. It's really been very, very nice. And I have been feeling insecure, so I'm not pretending that I'm, Totally fine. Um, no one's totally fine. No, no, except for Louis. I'm strong. <laughs> Emily took me for my birthday, New Year's Eve. Um, you took me the following, like two days later, to the Louis Armstrong house in Corona, Queens. Let me tell you something, please. If you want a genuine, lovely, educational, oh my God, fun experience, just. Take an hour out of your day to go to the Louis Armstrong house. In Corona, Queens. In Corona. It is, so it's the house that Louis Armstrong lived in with his wife, Lucille. <sighs> Their marriage. I stand that marriage. Oh my God. Well, she was his fourth wife, but his his 
longest lasting. Oh my god. Because their love was real. And because they had this beautiful home that they um she was like typical 60s housewife like Lucille kept, was so fucking on top of it oh my god importing tiles from europe and putting mirrors fucking, in the bathroom all over the bathroom because uh i guess louis was that narcissistic <laughs> that he liked to watch himself shit he also loved shitting yeah did you pick up on that oh yeah yeah he like endorsed this laxative brand because he <laughs> thought it was like super healthy i respect the shitting aspect of his yeah. life Beyond his body of work, his commitment to just <laughs> to, the, to the poop shitting constantly. Yeah, it's a little weird. As someone who bathes in the middle of the day, I understand the therapeutic aspects of the bathroom. Of spending time in the bathroom yeah. and just contemplating. Yeah, I connected with him on that level. That bathroom was insane. There's two bathrooms. So downstairs, the bathroom. So the house has been kept in its exact condition as they lived. And the bathroom downstairs was literally like mirrors on the ceiling mirrors on the walls everywhere 360 yes and like marble and gold it was the ho- the house was so like gauche in a really mm-hmm. fun way and then the bathroom upstairs was silver all silver uh oh my god i forgot about that room wallpaper yeah, foil foil with like a chandelier and soups 70s there was uh a record system in there so he could listen to records because he would take his laxatives and shit his brains out and he'd be in there for like they hours. They said he took laxatives after every meal. He sprinkled them on Let the meal. Let me just tell you guys, <laughs> as somebody story. who has taken laxatives before, it's uh, very, very bad for you. But like, I guess at the time he thought it was like, cleansing cleansing and it helped him lose weight yeah we so used like, to think cigarettes were good you yeah know what i mean <laughs> no nobody ever thought cigarettes were good yes they did doctors used to like tell you to smoke cigarettes back in the day for what just like after a meal yeah for digestion yes yeah cigarettes used to be marketed as like a healthy thing that's crazy. We're fucking idiots. We are. We're all going to die. No, you know what? I think it's it's more like if there's no research on things, people are just like, it must be good. Yeah, oh, totally. Intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah. It must be great for you. One meal a day. There's no proof that it's not. <laughs> Give your stomach a break. Guess what? Your stomach doesn't need a break. Oh, my God. Everyone you're, my- a, you're a human being. You're not a machine. Everyone in my family does intermittent fasting and also... It's such bullshit. You're just cutting out a meal. Well, yeah, you're just being... That's called skipping breakfast. It's just an eating disorder. And I I won't go into it too hard, but there was some... My mom dropped some sweet comments about my weight over the holidays, which was awesome after a breakup. I was like, let's... Yeah, that's exactly what I don't need Let's take me down a peg. It's also Christmas. I know. Let Let me me eat. Shove bread in my mouth (laughs) and be a fucking single fat queen. Let me pour gravy straight from the gravy (laughs) boat into my mouth. Seriously. And I was like. And in all my holes. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. Whatever. I was like, we talk about weight a lot in, in. this family because we do because I think every like boomer parent I think a lot of families are like that it's so normal I'm not shitting on my family it's a very normal thing especially of the boomers and they have this sort of attitude of like um of if you gain weight they pretend they they pretend it's about your health but really they don't want you to be fat because they don't like 
fat people. Yeah, they just value thinness. And that's like, it's the Kool-Aid they're drinking. I'm not trying to like reprogram the whole fucking, I, I, whatever it, but I was like, we talk about weight a lot and like dieting in our family. And she was like, no, we don't. And then literally like three minutes later, she was like, I think I'm just going to go down to one meal a day. And I'm like, oh, is there no connection here? She doesn't even see it. I know. Well, that's the thing. So I'm like, I'm not going to, what am I going to do? Have like a fucking sit down about your attitude, about your body. Like you're in your 60s. Also, you're gorgeous and very mm-hmm. thin, but like I, this is not my battle to fight yeah. for you. And also like it's your life. I don't it, whatever. But um, but anyways, maybe she was maybe she'll give me some laxatives. <laughs> Satchmo or no Swiss Chrisley. Swiss Chrisley. Um, but yes, Emily was nice enough to take me to the Louis Armstrong house. Well, you know what? It's nice to have a field trip. It was the perfect birthday present. I really, I got so many nice um, presents and thoughts. And here we go. I'm I'm being sympathetic again. So send the Yas Queen messages. But (laughs) I really like this last birthday slash New Year's. Um, I just was, I've been thinking about it for a while. And I know this is a corny sentiment, but I'm like, you really only have your friends and you should like, you should always nurture your friendships and treat the people in your life well because when it comes down to it that's who's there absolutely I had a friend in college that it was blatantly obvious whenever she um had a boyfriend she would immediately ditch her friends yeah and then you know naturally that wouldn't last and then she'd come back and not even apologize just act like oh, I don't have this person to hang out with, so now you're my B-squad. Yeah, as the second string. And it's very, I mean, it's insulting, but it's also like, no, you don't get to have this close friendship if you didn't put in the time. Because you're just going to leave again as exactly. soon as there's a dick around the corner. Exactly. Like, you don't really value it. Yeah. You're just acting like you do because you're bored or don't have anything else to do. Yeah. And I, I just like, I don't know. I, I know I talk shit about my mom and the weight, but like even the my family, like, I don't know. This last few months, I've just been like, the people in your life are like what makes your life, like what makes it, you know what I mean? And ugh, sometimes it's good to like stop thinking about yourself and like think about how thoughtful everyone is around you. And also like the more you put into your friendships, like, you know, this breakup has been easy because everyone's been so thoughtful. Like when I on on obviously, obviously the messages from our from our cunts have been great. But like, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes your friends message you asking if you want a bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a nice surprise. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. Anyways, be don't think about yourselves, people. <laughs> Thank think pe- about when you could bone your friends. Thank the, thank the people in your life truly because they really are, at the end of the day, what you have. Think but- about which friends you have in your life that would get your dick wet okay. in a time of need. So, okay. So along this friend sentiment, on, on New Year's Eve, I was hopping around to a lot of parties. You, me and Andy, I told Andy I loved him. I know, I was so cute. That, that, was, that was my New Year's like love moment. It was me <laughs> and your boyfriend. You guys had a 
beautiful hug. He's just an embrace. He's just so wonderful. Hashtag Team Andy. I know I love him so much. When one when one angel comes leaves our life, Dustin. It a window opens and <laughs> another, another one enters in. the building. Um, and he was just we so, could share him. Oh, Andy. I mean, emotionally, not physically. You you that see that bone like, and bot is mine. You see Andy like on Facetime yeah. and I'm crying. I'm on like, the are other. you talking to Andy right now? He's like. You're strong, Andrea. You're a boss ass bitch. <laughs> Andy's been sliding to You're my like, DMs. It means so much more coming from you. Andy's been sending me like feminism <laughs> memes. Um, he would, but no. Um, Behind every great woman <laughs> is Andy sending <laughs> sending pictures of uh, pussies wearing crowns. I don't um, know where all these pictures of pussies are coming from that no, you're I'm, talking about. Uh, my own phone. Instagram has a code. I've been watching a, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of porn. Um I really have been. But Oh, good for you. Yeah, man, horny already. Already. I, and, and okay, this is not me saying like I'm ready to to fuck, but it's interesting as soon as you don't have a partner, you start just looking at it's interesting because it's not like you were fucking that much before. No. Because you guys were long distance. I so know. It's long distance. I'm just. <laughs> you are funny. Um, that was one of my <laughs> one of my gems. It's just like you start looking at the dudes in your life as that are like possibly bangable. Not for right now. But like you're like I'm putting out the radar. Just keep it in the back burner. Because eventually. Let it simmer. It's going to hit a critical point. Yeah. Um, and so, so our, a friend of ours who used to work with us in a professional capacity <laughs> was posting uh, stories on New Year's of himself alone. He broke his foot and he was drinking. He also recently had a breakup. Yes. And so I saw him posting uh, videos, stories of him wearing i think women's sunglasses it looked like <laughs> <laughs> very drunk being like i'm fucking my foot's broken so i can't fucking leave so i'm here on my own what are you fucking what? there was like 25 of them at one point he, were they still there in the morning oh yeah stories are 24 hours people you gotta think about that before you have a full-on he needs yas queen messages yeah yeah like hard He's at, so and we'll then, write his handle in the super secret patrons group. <laughs> Seriously. And he also at one point he turned the camera and there was a vacuum that he put a pair of sunglasses on and a hat and like a mop as hair. Mm. Like he was like, this is my fucking this is who I'm hanging <laughs> out with. Oh, my God. It's his Wilson. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, man. And so I slid into his DMs just on my way home. And I said, Happy New Year. Now, I, just to be clear, you didn't slide. No. Like sliding implies you were trying to lay it down. No, I opened you were just, the door to his DMs. Right, right, right. But you were just, you were showing support. And said, hello, friend. <laughs> I see Wait, the, did you say hello, friend? I said, Happy New Year, you fucking maniac. <laughs> because he's wearing women's sunglasses and he's drunk alone. On, I mean, no shade, he can't leave the house. I wouldn't get drunk alone, but but definitely it, not. It was a cry for help. It's, no, I wouldn't get so drunk that I'm talking to a mop. I'm sorry, a vacuum on social media. 
Like there is a, I, I'm not on a high horse about having a couple drinks by yourself. That's fine. Yes. He was getting wasted off Jack Daniels oh, talking and talking to, to the ether on New Year's Eve. The one night when you want to at least act like you're doing something. Yeah, I know. It was a bad look. It's also like, I'm sure his ex is going to see that. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I was just watching it being like, oh, you poor man. Um, so I said, happy new year, you fucking maniac. And then I said, coffee this week. So like, in no way am I, th- we have never had a sexual relationship. You know, it's, it's coffee this week as in, do you want to cry on my shoulder and hey. tell me how you were going to take your girlfriend to a nice time? <laughs> oh my God. I forgot that was him. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's so fucking funny. And then I sent a picture of me being like, Ooh, like, like Scooby-Doo face. Like what the fuck is going on? Uh, and he said, lol. Okay. And then he said, want a bone? Question Just mark. Throwing it out there. Just. We got a straight shooter over here. (laughs) This was a gift. This was the greatest gift I got. When you saw it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I understand that like every, a lot of guys who are your friends have this secret compartment in the back of their head that's like, but would I slam? You know what I mean? Like, I think we all in male, female friendships, that's always like a little on the back burner. Yeah. This is what makes me so uncomfortable about male, female friendships. Right. But like if you... Not not all of them, but like pretty much all of them. If you started laying it down, They'd they go would for totally it. go for it. Right. And something about that really gives me the the heebie-jeebies. I get that. This guy particular, I get. He, this guy, he's so he's such a sweetheart. Yes, he's always helped us. He's he's just he's a good he's a good guy. Yeah, like. This message was purely because he was hammered. Right. So that's why I was so taken aback by it. Not, it wouldn't be, he's not like Dustin level angel. No. No one is. Clearly. No one is. But, but he's in that. See, this s- is your problem. You're going to compare every man to Dustin. I know, right? It's, oh my God. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is they're in the same ballpark of like, I've never felt uncomfortable. I've also never gotten a vibe that he was sexually interested in me. No. Like, at all. Like, maybe the first week you knew him. Maybe. But I also, like, he likes very, like, put-together kind of girly girl. Like, every girl he's ever been interested in more um, always has, like, a blowout. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't want to say more feminine, but, but like, yeah. more, more feminine energy puts uh puts like effort into uh makeup all the time yeah, and well his ex yeah his i don't think i ever saw his ex without a fully beat face yeah exactly and like ooh, i like that term mm-hmm. um you know the hair is always done and and like small too do you know what i mean yeah like they're always like little yeah. cute girls Petite. then this is not me shitting on myself it's just like that is not usually the men who are interested in me usually like a, a more fierce bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes, want a bone? I go, hilarious. Number one, we're friends, you weirdo. Number one, number two, it's 4 a.m. and you are crippled. Number three, can you imagine how fucking ridiculous it would be if we banged? Question mark. Which, for the record, is so. <laughs> Fun to picture. I just can't even imagine. Like, it. who would be on top? I don't know. I think I would be. I think you would be too. But I think then I'd be pegging him. 
It's just so odd. <laughs> so odd. Lol, yeah, but might be fun. Just a thought. It just a thought. Just a thought. And I said, you've been talking to that vacuum for too long. Also, you're fresh out of a breakup. And do you think that's why you're doing this? Asking if you want to fuck? Yeah, dude. It might have something to do with it. I also drank a lot. I guess I was just gauging your reaction. I also didn't mean tonight because my elevator is broken and I can't get downstairs anyway. So this was not even like a, this was not even like a Uh, tonight. This was like, do you want to set up a a fuck arrangement? Which is for another night (laughs) (laughs) when my foot's healed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah also like are you you're gonna fuck him with a broken foot it's so it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous um and I, oh my god i i just like as a friend as a friend of his i was like you are so drunk right now that you're being embarrassing this honest. yourself yeah and i i felt as someone who has done this many times all I felt was like, oh, you're going to be so embarrassed when you read this in the morning. It's crazy. Um, so I said, fair enough. Uh, well, you're an attractive guy and you know that because I don't want to I don't I don't want to like be like I would never fuck. He is a very attractive person. It's just so not our vibe with one another. We, we I feel we have an almost sibling like vibe. And I, I would know agree. that sounds like naive. Like I under, I do also understand that like men want to fuck you because they're dogs. But like, I don't think that he would say that we've been like, it's been on the back burner no, that we never like not even when you were single, not even when he was single. We've never. Okay. But I also know he's self-conscious and he's drunk. And he's, he's also a, going through a rough time. Always. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> you, well, you're an he needs these Yas Queen messages yeah, yeah, yeah. more than I do. Um, well, you're an attractive guy, you know that, and you're V bangable, but I'm pretty locked down after my breakup, and I also really do feel like a close friend of yours. I think it would not be the smartest thing to do. And like that's I'm number one, I truly mean that. Also, okay. Um he said that that's probably smart and something I'll read in the morning and agree with. And I said, have a glass of water and let's get coffee that, that this week. Also I'm flattered. Cause I don't want to make him feel embarrassed. So nice. It's like, it's, it's so nice. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> next morning. So tactful. Next morning, 10 34 AM. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I am so sorry. <laughs> and mortified that was insanely inappropriate and i went lol don't worry about it i knew you're drunk but i get to make fun of you for a while for this and he said well that's obvious i rolled over and had a boner oh my god (laughs) this is what i get to look forward to people that's also more information than Why I needed. Why do I need to know about your boner? <laughs> I've already played this so cool, man. <laughs> and was just, just so you know, it, it wasn't. It, it's I had a boner. It's not you. I, I had a boner. It, it could have been anyone. Okay, great. I don't know. Awesome. Fuck cool. me that then. Makes, I don't know. That makes it feel great. I don't know. 
I don't know what you want. I guess I'm I guess I'm boner certified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a pussy, so great. the boner wants what it wants. It does, and apparently, I you've been waiting, lying in wait, um, and was so hammered, I just completely lost control. I am such a fucking <laughs> I lost control. He's just typing. Oh my his, god, his dick is typing for him. I don't even know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> my boner has a mind of its own. Also, like. You didn't want to fuck that night, but your boner wanted to set up this arrangement. Siri, please Google, who can I fuck now? <laughs> my my friend Andrea messaged me to see if I was okay. Let's fuck. <laughs> I am such a fucking disaster right now. Um, yeah. So listen, you're going to be okay, my friend. You're going to be okay. You know what? Sometimes we lose control. Sometimes we lose control. Some, You know what? Sometimes I've messaged people in the middle of the night, insanely drunk things. I have been there. Uh, it was just... Um, yeah. A gift. You it, know what? That that was, was his birthday gift It really was. You. Between you taking me to the Louis Armstrong Museum and my friend asking me if I wanted to bone. You know who was the truest gift of all? Our tour guide at the Louis Armstrong Museum. Raphael. Raphael. Uh, this guy, first of all, physically gorgeous. Yeah, I know. Like I was looking at him a sort understated, of understated, yeah. blue eyes. Yeah, Italian. He was tiny. I was like, oh. yeah, he was your type. I want to rock your tiny little body. I was kind of wondering if you might. Oh, I was fully looking. Go at him. for it. But like, the thing is, he had kind of an attitude. He had the worst personality. He was prissy. He was so was prissy. That the right word? Yeah, he was. Well, he like. Okay, so clearly, he feels very passionate about Louis Armstrong and he's a trumpet player yes and like in his tour which I welled up multiple times <laughs> it was beautiful because I'm a fucking mess it it was beautiful because it's it's rare that you um go to one of these quote tourist attractions yeah. and people haven't just turned it into a way to separate you from your money yeah. and you know all the romance has been taken out of it and whatever when you go here, you really feel like, obviously it does cost money to go in, but like they use the money to like restore the grounds and like yeah. keep it looking nice. And then like everyone who works there seriously cares about preserving the history. The legacy. And the legacy. Louis Armstrong was the original podcaster. Yes. He recorded all of his interactions. He recorded, he would just turn on um, the tape recorder or whatever um, like device he used and he would let it run for hours and yeah. you would hear it, listening back you can hear dinner parties him talking to his wife them having guests over him getting in little uh um tiffs with his wife and she's like turn off the thing louis is like oh it's for the fucking bo- oh and then sometimes he would just muse like he would just say he would address Nobody like he would address. Yeah. He would say, "You know, you know," but nobody else was there. It's I like he's it. talking to us. It really was. He would have had a podcast. Oh, a million percent. It was really like he was a narcissist too. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You to gotta be. be. He's you gotta a successful be. musician, but humble at the same time, living in the same house in Corona, Queens, for his entire life. Do you know what's funny about that? So I told our friend Xerxes about uh, Louis' house. Um, cause Xerxes grew up in Corona and he's like, you know, he lived there cause they wouldn't let black people live in other neighborhoods. And I was like, oh, oh that's I, sad. That's... No, I feel like he could have though. He's, he wasn't just a sure. He wasn't just a, uh, a, a black man with no name and no recognition. Yeah. Like, he was incredibly 
he broke down color walls as our as as our tour guide Raphael said. Oh, I love that. I didn't even pick up on that. Oh, I was <laughs> Yeah, so Raphael, he's like he's talking about his record collection and he's like, you know, Louis had the most extensive record collection you can imagine. I mean, he had the Beatles, he had Tito Puente. <laughs> he was dying to, to pronounce say that. to <laughs> to put a little a little curvy thing on the end. When Louis was in Milan, I was like, oh, you fucking love this. Milan. Oh, my God. And then there was another point, which, uh, like, he was talking about, um, he was talking about the recordings, actually. And he was like, you know, Louis, he knew how important he was to music. And he knew the legacy that he would leave. And then there was a moment of silence. And he was like, pretty big shoes to fill. I know. (laughs) I turned to Andrea. I'm like, for who? For him. For For him. him. He feels... Like he's Louis Armstrong's, like the next generation, the reincarnation. And he was, <laughs> and he was like, Did "How he- good would that have been if he was like, I believe I'm the reincarnation of Louis?" He Armstrong. almost said that. He, I feel like he was going to pull out. It was a heavily implied. It was heavily implied. <laughs> and he took himself so serious. Like after the tour, we came and we're, we were talking to them, and we were talking about the recordings and. I was like, oh, Louis Armstrong was like the original podcaster. And he was just like, yeah, you know, it feels really good to just be connected to him in this house. I'm like, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I heard famous musician. I heard your conversation with him. I was just ignoring it. I know. I I had no interest in talking to this man. Because I was like partially hoping he wasn't such douche chills because I was like almost trying to hook up with him. Yeah. Nobody. he 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 was like, yeah, you know. I could just like work in a coffee shop, but instead I get to work here. I'm the understudy of Louis Armstrong. You're not your tour guy. I mean, it's lovely, but you are a tour guy. Yeah, you pass out laminated photos and you know fun facts about 70s lacquer. I'm not trying to t- take you down, Raphael, but you're, you're very pompous. Yeah, we're not trying to we're not trying to impose ourselves on your territory. Yeah, he was very territorial. I mean, I did talk my way into you getting an extra ticket. Yeah, he almost wouldn't let us we in. We walked in and he's like, there's only one ticket left. Um, and the next tour was like an hour after we were there. You were not having it. I was not having it. I, 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 pl- first of all, I, I, uh, I used the birthday card. Oh, yeah. Because you have to. Yeah. But then, so they let us in and there was a baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a woman. With a baby. What is your baby going to see? What is your baby going to take away from this? Except for like not being able to touch anything. The baby's going to hate this. Oh, yeah. The baby touched a lamp. (laughs) It slammed a lamp. And then the mom had to take the baby. She had to remove herself and the baby. Because you don't bring a baby to a fucking museum. Can I say? Yes. I understand when you have a new baby, you probably don't want to sit around the house all day. You want to get out. You still want to live your life. You want to feel like this baby's not like taking away from your life and like that you can do things with the baby and like still have experiences and whatever. Museums are not for babies. No, no. They're not for babies. Was- These are places that people go to have an enriching experience. Peace and quiet. <laughs> fucking baby no one's getting anything out of this you're taking away from our experience and your babies your baby would be happier at home playing with a box i know it was such bullshit so anyway i'm happy that i begged for that ticket because it would have been wasted on a baby (laughs) she wasted 24 dollars yeah 
And then had to leave. And then had to leave halfway through. She didn't even get to see the upstairs. She didn't get to see the foil. No, complete loss. Because that baby would have ripped it off. (laughs) That baby was an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, Raphael was... uh, Raphael would have thrown that baby out the window. Oh, yeah. He would have drop kicked it. (laughs) been like my... When he was talking about... He was like, Dizzy Gillespie lived around the Mm -hmm. corner and they would all come over to Louis's house and just play trumpet in the... That part I was jealous of. I was like... Sounds magical. I know. I'm like, I want to have fucking comedians over and play trumpet all night. Yeah, but then we wouldn't be playing trumpet. I don't know. We'd be like... playing trumpet. And by the way, comedians do that. It's just, it's obnoxious. It's not like... That's true. We come over and scream at each other. We we go to diners, but it was... You go to diners and you yell over each other. I love it. I love it. I love it. It was... So he was like, what I would give to be a fly on the wall as a musician. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it is beautiful, your passion for this man uh, yeah. and, and this era yeah. and whatever. Because it's jazz and like, this is important to you. I get it. Yeah. But like, put your dick away. Dry your tears, Raphael. Milan. <laughs> you was- know, when he when he would travel to Milan for a certain amount of days. He loved it. He oh, his yeah. little fucking cardigan. He was so excited <laughs> to know everything. That's a tour, guys. They, they're so excited to know everything and shove it in your face. And also people on tours. I remember I was when I was in Chicago, I went to a Frank Lloyd Wright house. And there was a girl in the tour who was such a fucking know-it-all. And the tour guy would be like, and this was during that period. And she'd be like, <laughs> when he was studying and it's shut up, <laughs> shut up. Everyone can read a book. You fucking dweeb. I fucking hate it's that. It's so, just let Why are you happen. here? <laughs> Why? She wants to be the tour guide. That's what She does. It that's is- like somebody who, <laughs> that's like somebody who takes a painting class. Yeah. For beginners, but actually wants to be teaching the painting mm-hmm, class. Mm-hmm. Just People- go to, Painting teacher school. People love. And that's, and now I have to go out there and date these people. They're, yeah. They're yes, everywhere. These are people. People who bring babies to museums. And fucking constantly brag about things that they know. These are the types of people Milan. that you have to just. I'm going to have to sit across from someone and then they're going to be like, my time in Milan. And I'm going to be like, I got to go. Oh my God. Do not date a traveling guy. <laughs> they're the worst guys. It's also like, oh my God. Oh, what if I date another musician by accident? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I can't trust myself. Just not a trumpet player. <laughs> I could see myself dating. I'm God. I don't. Oh my God. That's yeah. It does. It does suck that he wasn't a little bit cooler because he was hot. Yeah. In like a doll way that I like. Yeah, he was very delicate. Yeah. Ugh. Emotionally as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we like. Um. <laughs> I think we got to wrap up. Yeah, well, let's let's finish it off strong with a plan B story cuz why not? <laughs> I completely forgot. New year, new you, baby. I completely forgot. As like my period is seeping through my underwear right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Please. Sorry to who's that? <laughs> Bleed like a warrior. Bleed bitch. like a fucking tribal queen. <laughs> I'm going to drink it up. <laughs> and know that you are better than a man. Why are we screaming at each other in gospel voices as white women? I don't. Stop it. It is very gospel-y. It's very culturally appropriating and weird. It's actually the Yas Queen and like the um, justice and like all all the like um, buzzwords, they've been taken from queer culture. I know. And drag culture specifically. By the time it gets around to white women, 
it's, it's been already, yeah. filtered through tubes and tubes of like homophobia. Yeah. I, just send me an email. Just say words. Is that so hard? I'm not on suicide watch. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> you have time to type out something thoughtful. Yeah. You don't have to just vomit, throw up deuces and <laughs> rock and roll signs and talk about how you want to drink our menstrual blood. <laughs> Okay. In 2020, we're turning our back on feminism. <laughs> it's been a good run, but we're homophobic now. The short version of the story mm. is that I had to take plan B for the first time in several years. Oh. Um, and I forgot how much it sucks. Yeah. Because it's I was exp- having it's sex. Expensive. You know what? <laughs> it's annoying is what it is. It's yeah. annoying to have to waste money on that yeah and it's not even good for you like if you were wasting your money on um i don't know (laughs) laxatives for example or like i don't know cod liver oil or something that like is supposed to improve your health Mm -hmm. that's one thing but like you're taking something that's actually like poisoning your body oh yeah and also tricking you hormonally into thinking that something's happening when it's not. And now you're bleeding all over the place and wondering if it's a real period or a fake period. Yeah. I want to know if a period is a period. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's really witchcrafty. It's I mean, really, thank God we have it as a resource, but it's not yes, a fun thing. Of course. And I'm happy that like women have access to it. Of course. Don't come for me. <laughs> Every time we say something that's like even slightly anti- the movements like no don't worry just so you know plan b saved my life. yes i know i'm yeah. a fan of it yeah i've taken it probably seven times <laughs> me too it gets less effective i know it does yeah i know it does yeah you so to, every time you take you have to do this math of like how effective even is it and, yeah and like weighing the pros and cons of like how much is this gonna fuck my shit up i know well thankfully i i didn't have any and i don't have any um cramps or pain or anything like that just some weird bleeding that again i'm not sure if it's my period or not if it is great because it's very light if it's not fuck off because i've ruined a pair of underwear already (laughs) so that's where i am right now but anyway so i had to take it because i was having sexual intercourse good for you thanks something i won't be doing for a long time and um and the condom broke Mm mm-hmm I've never had this happen before, except I, d- I have had it happen before because I used to use Trojan Ultra Thin condoms, mm-hmm. which are like, it's like a, it's like a balloon. Like you, you like, I feel like you turn to the left and it breaks. Yeah. Like it, those are so bad. Yeah. Nobody use those. Yeah. Trojan Ultra Thins. No. To, so bad. But I have a brand loyalty now. Mm. I use skin condoms, which are really good. And they're like, they're latex free. They don't smell. They're Is really nice. S-K-Y-N. S-K-Y-N. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should sponsor us. I've seen those. They look good. They're really good. They have a fancy box too. Yeah, yeah. They are in a fancy box. They're very sleek. Yeah. Um, They don't smell. That's a lot of condoms smell bad. Yeah. And these don't because they're not latex. Anyway, yeah. now that I've endorsed a brand. Skin condom. That failed me. <laughs> okay. Could you feel the difference? It's no. been so long since I raw dog. No. I, Shit. I, I, well, to be honest, I can never feel the difference. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel different to me. I, I think um, from what I've heard, raw dogging feels very different for men because obviously like the inside of your vagine has ridges and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like dicks don't really get feel. It, get those ridges. <laughs> Gross. 
<laughs> I'm only gonna you get can't grosser, see her. So She's you know. slithering like a snake. <laughs> You're fucking just, disgusting. Just know how much grosser I'm gonna get in the next six months. Yeah, I, I guess I have to adjust to my expectations. Not You're not laid. gonna be like this Mother Earth with your plants anymore. You're gonna be like <laughs> diddling yourself Andy's when I walk back, in the studio. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I'm single. Also, hot mess is is gonna get a bump of weird shit because yeah. when I'm single, that's actually kind of good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> content. Yeah, is the most important thing. Oh yeah. So the condom breaks. I didn't know it broke. I it was it was doggy style, and then yeah. so we're not facing each other, and then I just hear, oh no, which Great. is Great. this is not what you want to hear. Uh, no. Right after, right? I'm like. Did your dick fall off? Like yeah. what what could possibly be wrong? That's terrifying. And he's like, I just fully nutted in you. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Full deposit, baby. <laughs> Ka-ching. <laughs> you received a full load. You just <laughs> but like on the one hand, scary. Yeah. On the other hand, hilarious word choice. Yeah, yeah. So I look what a bonding moment. So I turn around and he has the condom in his hands and it's split in two completely. Like it looks like, you know how kids have those mittens that are tied together with a yes. string so one doesn't get lost. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fucking shit, man. Oh. Fucking shit. Because now I have to take plan B because it was like also a week before I was supposed to have my period. Like I am fertile as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. right now no you can't I can't it. risk it like I wouldn't want to anyway but if it was like mm, honestly if it was like the day after my period yeah I would probably be like let's not because I don't want to spend $50 it's so expensive so I'm like oh, I don't have $50 to spend on plan B whatever and like obviously that's what I'm freaking out about the most <laughs> this is a reflection of how we're doing how in our lives I am. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have the disposable income for plan B. I can't be running around. Oh, just $50. $50. Destroy my body and fuck up my cycle. Love it. So he goes on Amazon, obviously, because he's a thrifty little Jew. And he (laughs) goes on Amazon. Beautiful couple. And he's like, they have it on Amazon for $15. Yeah. And like. One of our listeners sent it to us, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on Prime. Love it. (laughs) Which is within the 72 hours that you have to take it although I'm like isn't it less effective whatever but apparently it's still like 89% effective if you take it more than you know then nothing then nutting inside me and leaving (laughs) so he orders it it comes in two days gotta love that Amazon Prime love it but it's the generic brands it's literally it's literally called option two For when he nuts inside you. <laughs> you know, because... Option two. Because your first option is to just use condoms correctly. What were you doing? I don't know. Were you may- getting real rough? I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe it started coming off and, like, he put it back on and stretched. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um, hanging from the ceilings? What were you doing? I told you it was doggy style. I mean... describe it to me he might yeah you're sick you're fucking sick (laughs) he might have been pounding me pretty hard yeah i don't know sometimes when he sometimes when it's (laughs) sometimes when we're like going at it from behind it can get pretty sorry um, say it slower (laughs) it can get pretty turbulent (laughs) 
don't know. The condom should still stay in yeah, place. Like it sucks. should still not. It was in two pieces. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never had a condom break before. That sucks. Ugh. So are you going to get on birth control? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm weird about taking pills, especially ones that alter your hormones. Yeah, I get that. Um, But at the same time, I've never taken birth control. Mm. Um, It might not affect me. Yeah. I was concerned about taking an SSRI before I started taking it and like had heard about all these side effects and it turned out being nothing. Like I don't even notice the difference. So I was thinking about that and um, and it made me a little bit more uh, into the idea of just trying it. Just test it. I mean, I'm very... I think I'm already a very hormonal person, so birth yeah. control has has always been kind of a problem for me. Um, uh, no, I did use Simple Health though. Nice. Um, and I used our code Hot Mess. It still works. I don't know why I'm. Do- they're not paying me to say this, but that's it was good. free. That's so good. My birth control is free. That's so great. I don't know if I'm going to take it, but we'll see. Yeah, think about it. I'll think about it. Yeah, I I might prefer it. You never know. Some people take birth control and they actually like it better. They know exactly when they're having their period. They feel like they're on a schedule. Like it might be fine. Yeah. Um, But also, you know, just because one condom broke, I don't need to like suddenly have a whole like family planning thing going on. Like it's fine. I've been thinking and we got to wrap it off soon. I'm like, should I get on anti-anxiety meds? Maybe that's why I don't sleep at night. I don't know. What do you think as my friend? Do you think I'm an anxious person? I think uh, you should consult a doctor. Sure. I think that I'm in a breakup and feeling I, weird. No, I think the sleeping thing is a problem. Yeah, the sleeping thing is a big problem. I was actually thinking about it. And if I was going to sleep at like 5 a.m. and waking up at noon, I would mm. feel terrible. Like, I think even if it's the same amount of hours, I don't think we're designed to be functioning at our best mm-hmm. if we're not sleeping during nighttime hours. Like yeah. I think when the sun is up, your body wants to be up and it feels shitty to to not. Oh, it's heinous. So I do think it would be worth talking to, if not a therapist, then like a sleep doctor. Yeah, I got but it. they're all going to tell you the same shit. I mean, I could tell you what they're going to say. Like, you just don't, like if you feel like you can't sleep, like don't toss and turn, like get up and like watch a little TV or whatever. It's like not anything that you haven't tried. Um, maybe the first thing you should try is not drinking coffee at night. No. I know. I, I haven't been drinking coffee. And I, I didn't mean to derail us with this. It's just the sleep thing is hard. No, I, I know. Yeah. You know, I think when you're when you're having like a particularly more tough time, all your regular things that you deal with become like a little bit more exaggerated yeah they do um, but um you know i'm gonna be fine queen because <laughs> i'm a fierce diva bit yas queen yas queen um well welcome back new year new us new year new us baby new year new mess it's fucking great i'm glad to see you oh should we plug you can follow me at lubination follow me at andrea comedy 69 visit our patreon yeah patreon.com slash hot mess Get all the good shit there. Right now, um, through the end of January, if you join at the $5 or $10 level, you'll have access to a Get Ready With Us crossfaded style vlog mm-hmm. edited by our very own Dustin, who is not romantically involved with either of us, but is still a great person to work with. Yeah. So that's fun. He's the best. Still friends. <laughs> it's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.